This is the Everything Real Estate Investing Show with Sean Pan, where we interview local real estate investors and professionals to go over tips, tricks, and investing strategies to help you learn about the business and to enable you to achieve your financial goals. And now, welcome to the show. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Everything Real Estate Investing Show. Today, we'll be speaking with Raul Luna. Raul is a multiple seven-figure investor, meetup leader, and owner of Properties 180 and Level Up Now Academy. He has a great team and sends out over 10,000 direct mail pieces a week and had over 100 deals in the past year. He'll give us a case study on a deal and tells us how he negotiates to acquire a property with essentially infinite returns. He'll share his secrets to success and gives us actionable steps to become successful as well. Here's Raul. Thanks a lot for coming on the show today. I really appreciate it. Uh, go ahead and briefly introduce yourself and let us know how you got into real estate investing. Sounds great. Well, uh, first and foremost, thank you, Mr. Sean, for obviously the invitation here to be with you. And, uh, you know, it's an honor, it's a pleasure for me to be able to uh, be with all of you guys. I started when I was at the age of 18. I, I remember that I started a, a restaurant uh, with the, all of the savings that I had saved. You know, I, I remember that, you know, the person who helped me sell that restaurant it was a real estate broker, and that's how I was able to, you know, pretty much enter into the real estate field. I became his assistant. I became his helper. I became, I, I remember I told him, I said, basically, just show me the path. Show me the way. What is it that I need to do? At a very young age, Mr. Sean, I learned that, you know, by first doing things for free, they may seem for free, but they're truly not understanding that later on you're going to get it, right? So that's how I got started. I I sold my uh, only place that I have, my little restaurant back in, uh, in West Oakland, California. Decided to you know, follow the journey of this gentleman. That's how I started my career. Very nice. So what is your current main investing strategy? So it just depends. If, if you're talking about you know, the redevelopment side, I really like for me to be able to buy, not do anything to the property and be able to sell it either as a wholesale or as a hotel. And just to explain, wholesaling meaning just assigning the contract or flipping the contract and hoteling mean, meaning taking title to the property and then reselling. That's my best strategy, especially in this phase of the real estate cycle. So out of 100 deals, how many are you wholesaling? How many are you rehabbing yourself? If I got to take my previous 100, it's probably about 50-50, if not 60-40, meaning 60% being either hotel or uh, assignments, and then the other 40 to 50 being full re redevelopments. And you have your own crew? Uh, I, I, not the crew on the construction side. I do have maybe about one, two, three, four different independent general contractors that work on different projects. Got it. So whatever project you have, you just pick one of those four guys to work on your stuff. You know, when I do deals from San Francisco to San Jose, usually I have about two to three of the GCs that I can pull from. And then for the Central Valley, I have one that it's extremely reliable. And then the second one that is still reliable, but, you know, it's, I don't use them as often because we don't do uh, redevelopments as, as often in the Central Valley like we used to at the beginning. So going back to the original question of depends for the redevelopment, that's what we do. That's my main strategy for the uh, buy and hold. I really like seller financing strategy. I, I really, really, it's, it's, it's easy. It's fast. I mean, you can, you get to deal directly with the seller. 
do you, can you go over like a case study with like actual numbers or an example of what you know a seller financing deal would look like for you? Uh, sure. Uh, are you looking into the into the redevelopment side or the or, or the actual uh, cash flow side? Mm, let's talk about a buy and hold side. Okay, we bought this five year building. Uh, the lead came from direct mail. Um, you know, we took the call. The gentleman uh, was ready to sell. It's a five unit building, all townhouse style, L shaped building, two bedrooms, one and a half bath, two stories each. He wanted like four hundred thousand dollars for the building, so we put it under contract for three hundred five. Uh, we went and looked at the building. As you as you probably know, my investment strategy, Mr. Sean, is I put it under contract and then I go and look at the property. Very rare do I even look at the property and then put it under contract. I first want to secure it, make sure that seller is serious, that you know he's ready. Because oftentimes before it was I was more like a taxi person, like just going you know to every single property and I was driving, but nothing was happening. So, anyways. Went and saw the property, uh, noticed that there's a ton of work, like a ton of work. He was charging $400 on rent, you know, for Merced, $400. Uh, it was extremely low, but it, it was understandable because when I walked, when I did the walkthrough on the property, I just could not imagine how people were leaving. I mean, the conditions of that building seemed, you know, the building was screaming for help loud and clear. I told the gentleman, I said, listen, now keep in mind that at this time, I didn't know that he was willing to sell or finance or anything of that nature. The contract was actually for a all cash purchase contract. You know, after seeing the property, I'm like, oh my God, this is, this is going to need about a hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars if not a hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of work or 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 maybe even more and i remember doing the walkthrough and i told the guy i said i said sir this thing is just man this is gonna need a lot of work and i was not expecting this obviously for you know what we have it under contract i said there's only one way i'm gonna be able to respect the purchase uh, price the 305 there's only one way one way and that's it now at this time we knew that he owned the property free and clear i said there's only one way that i'm going to be able to respect it and i said if you're willing to sell or finance it at 90 percent i will bring 10 percent. and the reason why i can only bring 10 percent is because i'm going to use about 125 to 150 thousand dollars to put back into the property uh and you got to finance it minimum for four a uh, minimum for five years at a four percent interest only and you gotta be, uh, you gotta allow it to subordinate on a second loan position. Uh, I don't know if you know about that, but to uh, allow it to subordinate in a second position, meaning whenever I want, I can bring a first uh, loan, and he has to go on second. So you know, do the math. We bought it for three hundred five. You know, ninety percent of that I think is two hundred seventy four thousand five hundred at four percent mortgage payment is nine seventeen. I think nine hundred seventeen dollars. Keep this in mind: five units. They're all occupied. They're all being rented for four hundred each. So in essence, two and a half units will pay for the mortgage payment, the current mortgage payment, yep. and then and then one and a half will cover maybe for taxes, insurance. So. When I first got this building, it, it wasn't producing. It was barely maybe even covering itself. Now, I knew the building has had a tremendous potential. By then, I, I checked on rental meter, noticed that the rent says that you could rent it for about 
750, maybe even $800, but you know, it wasn't clear. That's what rental meter said. I also go to what is available. What was available on the market, it was units exactly the same for 1,050. Nice. And I was like, hmm, they're available for 1,050. Rental meter says 750 to 800. Why are they marketing to you know 1,050? So I put my assistant, I said, just call and make yourself seem like you're interested. Well, yeah, sure. They were, you know, they were being marketed for 1050. So that's when I decided we're going to go in, we're going to renovate it and we're going to test it with one. We did it and we were able to rent it successfully for 1050. Uh, so basically we did them all. Uh, now it's, the building is completely finished. Uh, it's 1050 per unit. So do the math. So it's $63,000 a year out of an asset that was not producing. Now, keep this in mind. This is what I did, okay? And, and let's do the math. The current mortgage payment is $917. So what I did is I did put about 125. That's where I landed basically on the renovation. Then I got a loan, a hard money loan on the first position for 125,000 that I pulled back. Uh, that loan, it's at a 10% rate, okay? So 10% rate. So basically on that loan, I'm paying 1,041. So do the math with me, 917 from the original seller, and then 1,041, uh, 66 on the first loan after I refinance, plus insurance is about $100, 125 bucks a month. And then taxes on something like this, uh, right now they're exactly, I'll tell you, it's 3,812 divided by 12, we can say 320. So let's do the math now. 917 plus 1041 plus 125 plus you know 320. So it's a total of $2,403 per month. When you times that, those are all the, you know, basically the, ex the, the, the expenses. I'm not including the utilities there. Maybe utilities, let's just put another 250 bucks, you know, with utilities and everything included. So 24 plus 250 times 12. So my total expenses is $31,836. That's the total expenses of the building. And you don't have no money, no money, zero money in the deal. Yep. It's infinite, right? Yeah, infinite. Forever. Perfect. Uh, we, we just recently did a appraisal to the, to the deal and it came at six fifty. Nice. Quick question. So, How did you even get it from 400 to 305 in the first place? From 400, when he first started the call with us, you know, we tell them straight flat out. We're, we're very transparent when, when they're calling us. They, we tell them, give me an overview of the property. What's the condition? He did, he did mention, you know, the property does need a, a, a little bit of repair. It's going to need some paint. It's going to need some, uh, you know, some work. So he did mention that. So as he's mentioning that, you know, we told him the highest we're going to be able to pay you is 305. He says, well, give me 350. So we knew that when he went from 400 to 350, he was flexible because he gave us, you know, a pretty good gap. And we told him, we said, listen, uh, let's do it for 305 and call it a day. We're going to pay cash. We're going to close in 14 days. Uh, no contingencies other than just seeing it once. You're going to be able to just move on with your life. You know, this gentleman lives pretty wealthy. He's a, a pretty wealthy guy, you know, and, and he lives in a really nice, nice area. He didn't have to sell. But he was tired of obviously managing it. He lives about two and a half hours away from where the building is. And for him, it was, I guess, just getting ready to retire. 
and he he took it you know after several phone calls after you know negotiating quite a bit he took the 305 and then when we went there i said listen you know i, I mean the property the, the the cabinets sean the cabinets if you were to open the, those cabinets the whole thing was falling apart yeah <laughs> so so i told him i said no i mean this doesn't need just pain this needs a lot a of work. Got out. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, that's how you got your seller financing. That's how I got the seller finance. Gotcha. So let's go into like your numbers. What is your buying criteria? Like when you see a property, how do you know what number to put it on? Well, great question, by the way. It's, uh, it's subjective and it depends. Where we like to start, it's always, always, always like to start at 70% of the ARV, which is after repaired value, minus the repairs. And I know there's people out there that they say, you know, the gurus have this formula, blah, blah, blah. To me, you know, it's, it's about, I don't want to complicate it. It's very simple. Seven, that's where I'm going to start. That's where I like to start. Uh, there's always exceptions to the rules. Have I bought properties that don't fit this criteria? Yes, on a case-by-case -case basis. I can give you examples on in San Francisco. We bought a condo that I paid 85% of the ARV minus the repairs. Mm -hmm. Why? The repairs were only 10 grand. It was carpet and paint. That's it. Because I knew I could go in and go out very fast, I was okay. What is paint and carpet? It's, it's literally less than a week. And bam, we could sell it again. Uh, I was willing to do that uh, for the 85% of the ARV. And it turned out to be a, a really great play because not only did we sold it for even less than, than what we had envisioned, we had actually re renovated it, but we wanted it a quick in and quick out. So we left money on the table and we were able to make about, you know, 75K on it. Very nice. Do you mind if I ask you some operations questions, like how you run your business? Sure, go straight ahead. Okay. So I was wondering, who is on your team? What kind of roles do they have? And if you're able to, can you talk about the compensation strategy that you work with, like your acquisition managers or any partners that you have in your business? <clears throat> Great question. So the, the, the way it's being run right now, it's, there's two departments. There is the acquisition department, and then there is the administrative support department. The support supports, obviously, the acquisition. The acquisition is what makes, obviously, the whole engine uh, turn on the whole wheel turn basically and spin uh everybody it's it's really by the hour you know they're they're salary based and and i keep it simple uh it's you know not the best or greatest because it can become a very high and expensive operation at the same time it gives comfort uh to to certain people and not that i'm in the comfort zone level but i believe that everybody's different for the most part they want a base and then uh, I allow people that, you know, they can do their deals, you know, outside and, 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 and they can make their own deals as well gotcha. if they want. To. So all, everyone on your team is basically salary based. There's no like commission spread for them. They're bonuses. They're, there are bonuses. I don't call them necessarily commissions, but they're, they're uh, what I call performance bonuses. And uh, I usually what I do, it's just uh, distribute those bonuses accordingly, depending on you know, what is it that they're doing at the time? It's, it, it varies it, and, it, and we could, it'll take us quite a bit because on the administrative side, I'll give you an example. You know, if they rent or lease a unit, they get a bonus. If they, if they lease it for one year, it's a smaller bonus. If they lease it for two, it's a, you know, larger bonus. If they lease it for three, it's, a, you know, bigger. So, it, so it's, it's a st structured eyes where everybody can win. 
where everybody is not capped. They're only capped by their own way of thinking. Makes sense. And I want to ask you, you know, like when you're running an operation, your time is very valuable, right? So what kind of jobs do you do versus what kind of jobs do you hire out? Like what's the best use of your time? Great question. Networking, number, you know, number one. And, and they may not be in that same order, but it's networking, uh, structuring deals, and uh, raising uh, private money lending, you know, and, and bringing talent, obviously, to the, to the company. So those four things are, are, are the things where I know I'm the most valuable at. Uh, from networking, raising money, structuring deals, and basically, you know, bringing talent. Everything else it needs to be, you know, delegated and hired out. So, for instance, you know, uh, I got a full-time accounting person who is dealing with all the books and making sure that, uh, you know, everything gets done accordingly and adequately. Uh, you know, I got my assistant, uh, my executive assistant, we got the receptionist, we got the right now one, two, three, four acquisition data analysts. Their main focus is obviously to be analyzing deals. And then my wife and myself, my job is that my focus is that. And when I do it, obviously, when I'm in the zone doing it, it's it's when we see the, the greatest results. Perfect. And how are you currently raising money for your for your projects? Well, the thing, you know, just so that we can, you know, be clear when I raise money, I mean it, it's, it's really more on a loan basis. It's private money lenders through friends or people that we become friends, like at different events. One of the things that I really like to do is I like to uh, get to know the person. I'll, I'll give an example. In one of the meetups, pretty much I stand up and I said, hey, listen, I'm looking to connect with people that... Uh, wants to put their money to work. You know, I got a a deal, great deal that, you know, I can put your, you know, as a, as a loan, if you're willing to lend it. But even before that, even before, even before anybody wants to lend me money, I have to first know the person and it has to align. It has to align uh, with the things that we believe in the culture that we have in the, in, in, in the company. If they do align and if they are part of that culture, then it's somebody that I would like to work with. If it doesn't, then it's better not to because, you know, it doesn't, doesn't, you know, it doesn't do them any good and it doesn't do us any good. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, so imagine if you were new, what would you recommend for them to do so that they can get to your level sometime in the future? There are several things that pop into my head. One of them is have a purpose defined exactly what is it that you want. And the reason being, it's because I remember, Mr. Sean, when, when I first started, you know, I, I started working really, really young. And at the beginning, I, I, I wanted it to put my own business because I wanted it to have my own time. I wanted it to control my own time. I wanted it to have the freedom that I, that I wanted it. If I wanted it to travel, if I wanted to do anything, I wanted it to have that freedom. And when I did put my businesses, I soon realized really, really fast that it wasn't giving me any freedom, that, you know, it was, it was actually locking me more down. I didn't own the business. The business owned me mm -hmm. because I couldn't go on vacation. If somebody didn't show up at, at the company, I was the one that had to replace that person for that day. Uh, I was the first one to... Uh, open the, the restaurant, the last one to leave and the last one to get paid. And for, for the small businesses out there who are listening here today to us, they will, 
they will understand exactly what is it that I need. So I, I soon realized that the freedom that I said that I wanted was not being achieved because I didn't have, you know, total clarity. I didn't have uh, exactly what, I, what, what is it that I was seeking for. So number one would say, you know, have purpose, have a direction. What, what is it that you want? The second thing is have a, have a mentor. You know, make sure that you have a mentor, have somebody that you can model, some, have someone that is, is able and is willing, okay? It's able and is willing, and importantly, very importantly, that they have the results already. So those three things are very key. I mean, there are more to it, but they got to have the results, they got to be able, and they got to be willing to be able to mentor you. Sometimes you're going to have to start from a distance. Sometimes you know that you're getting mentored. They just don't know that you have selected that person as a mentor. Right. Doesn't make sense? Makes sense. But I, I re- like I mentioned, you know, uh, Raimundo is the gentleman that, that I kind of got under his wing. And I told him, I said, listen, I'll do whatever it is. I'll go to your office. I'll pick up the phone. You tell me what I need to do. I will do it. You don't need to get me paid until I earn it. When I earn it, the day I earn it, you pay me. If I don't earn it, you don't pay me. That was like my way of saying, I want to get my foot on the door. I want to see what it's like. And then, you know, who would have thought that from there, you know, uh, God would bless us, uh, you know, infinitely and, and, and be able to be, you know, obviously to be able to now add value to so many people. Uh, so, so number one, I have a purpose. Number two is obviously have a mentor. Number three is have a, a consistent, massive action, CMA, consistent, massive action. And, and the, the reason why that is important is because I, I go back in time when, when I first started and, you know, I would, I would start things, but then I wasn't, I was taking action, but it was not a massive action. Then I was taking massive action but I was on and off, on and off. I don't know if you've actually gotten a pan and put water to boil under in the stove. And imagine when you turn the stove on and off, on and off, when is that water gonna boil? Mm-hmm. It's gonna take for freaking ever. And that's who I was when I first started this career. And, and I soon realized, okay, I'm taking action. I'm just not taking massive action. And then I started taking massive action, but then I was you know, doing it for one day, maybe a couple of days, and then I was off and then doing it for another two, three days. And then I was off. I wasn't allowing really to see the, the, the great fruits of, of, uh, you know, of greatness because I was not being consistent. So what does that the, consistent massive action look like for a newbie? To me, it's like, what is the number one thing that is going to get you uh, results? What is the number one thing that is going to get you results or that is going to get put you, you know, that is going to make you money basically, mm-hmm. uh, and it's going to be finding a seller who's willing to sell or who's reasonable to sell or who is ready to sell or who has a need to sell, whatever it is. The whole point is, what does it look like? To me, I think it would be uh, basically doing either cold calls, knocking on doors, uh, you know, putting post uh, uh, ads on Craigslist that you buy, you know, uh, houses or properties, uh, doing it on Facebook groups. So to me, it's about grab five five to seven channels. They could be free or paid, but be extremely consistent. Example, like Mondays, I knock doors. Tuesdays, I do cold calling. 
Wednesdays, I do Facebook ads. Thursday, I will do uh, Craigslist ads. And Friday, I may call, you know, everybody else's ads, right? That's what I did. Now, I would knock doors. It wasn't fun at the beginning because I was very young. I mean, being 18, going to 19 years of age, knocking doors. I was really young. Like uh, people, people were not serious. I mean, they didn't took me, took me serious at the time. But I think now seeing things into, into retrospect, the reason why they were not taking me serious is because I wasn't taking myself serious. Mm-hmm. It was because I, I, I didn't have that self-certainty image of my own self. That's right. You have that confidence. It doesn't matter how old you are, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. doesn't matter. So, so, so that's what it looks like. You, and, and, and consistent massive action is you got to get it done. You got to set a plan, not because the plan is perfect, but because it gives you direction. Okay. Okay. To me, it's like Mondays, knock doors, you know, Tuesdays. So have it streamlined. Tuesdays, I'm going to do call calling. You know, Wednesdays, I'm going to do, you know, Facebook groups. Thursdays, I'm going to, you know, do uh, Craigslist ads. And then, you know, Friday, I'm going to call everybody, uh, every other ad that I can, you know, that I can find. And you got to be extremely consistent. Why? Once you find one person, one person that is ready to sell, your, your belief level, your confidence level, your certainty level is going to go through the roof. And if you're smart, what you're going to do then is going to use that energy, that great positive outcome to go to the next, you know, to the next one and to the next one until you become really proficient at it. Uh, that's what it looks like. If you're say you're going to do like, for instance, uh, you're going to knock 50 doors as an example every Monday, that's a rhythm. You already set, you already set a standard. Don't go below it. Even if you're not feeling like it, even if you're not wanting to do it. The thing is this, when you learn to dominate your own life, your own inner life, your own inner emotions, your own inner thinking is when I know that you're ready to conquer your your own success. When you are not dominating that inner life, inner emotions, you're going to struggle. So that's what it looks like to somebody who's new. Uh, That's how I did it. I didn't like door knocking. I'll be quite frank. And that's why I went to direct mail. You know, as soon as I started, as soon as I started making my very first few bucks, I started using that money to, to, to start my direct mail campaign. That's right. So consistency, self-discipline is very important. And I guess this ties in very well with my next question. Where do you see people failing the most? Like, I'm sure there's been plenty of people that you've seen come and go throughout the years, like where you see them fail the most and you know, what are newbies doing wrong and what should they be doing instead? Great question. I think personally it has to do with, with their own, their own way of thinking. They don't know that they're failing at that. It's even harder. It's like not knowing when that you're in a hole until you become aware that you are in one. It's like not knowing that you're failing until you become aware that you are. What is it that I was failing the most when I was first at it? I was thinking very low. I was thinking very poorly. I was thinking very limited. I would ask the wrong questions. I, I, I would ask questions like, you know, why the seller didn't chose my, uh, my offer? You know, like instead of how could I make this thing a win-win for both? You mm-hmm. see what I mean? Right. Different it, mindset, it, it, right? Different mindset. Yeah. So I think, I, I believe that's where we felt, felt the most, uh, at least for me, was mindset, character, attitude. It was, it was just seeing one, it's just seeing things one way. 
So like, it's not even like what they're doing wrong. It's more like how are they thinking wrong, and that's what's causing them to fail. Totally. Okay. I, I see people doing the right thing, the right activity, but the right activity with the wrong mindset is not going to give them the right the results that they want. And the right the right mindset with the wrong activity, you know, it's it's almost like you got to have a great combination of both. That's right. Okay. Cool. Another question I have for you is: There's a lot of investors who are doing very well, especially in the Bay Area. I was wondering, you know, what, what do you think makes you special? I don't think there's necessarily anything special about it. I think it's, it's really more about learning how to be self-disciplined. Like when, when you have, you know, absolute inner emotional control, you become, when you learn to dominate your own beast inside of you, like your own, keep, keep in mind, we're in a human body with a spiritual experience and when, or at least that's what I believe. And when you realize is this is like, this is when the true test comes. If you're actually, if you're actually in control of your emotions. All right. Let me, let me give you some examples in the morning when the alarm comes on, what is it that you do when the alarm comes on? Do you just hit snooze and maybe decide that, Oh, let me stay five more minutes more, 10 more minutes more, you know, or, or do you totally wake up and, train your mind that, Hey, you know, it's time I'm going to respect it because uh, I got, you know, my dreams and goals that, that I'm going after. And, you know, so picture that that's when you, that's the first test. If you want to know if you really are in absolute emotional control. Second one, when there's things that, you know, you got to do, you're probably tired or you don't want to do them. Uh, and then you live them for next day. That's, that's the second test that you're going to very soon encounter. There are little things. They're nothing major, nothing, nothing major. Like waking up, you know, when the alarm comes on, you know, is nothing major, but it's a big deal mm -hmm. because how you do anything is how you do everything. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Makes sense. So you already have a pretty successful business going on. What are your plans for the future? Are you planning on doing the same thing or are you trying to expand? And if so, what are your plans to expand? Uh, 2019, uh, we decided everybody here at the office that we were going to go in, in search of excellence, not of perfection, but in search of excellence, that we were going to tighten up our systems, that we were going to buy more quality, investing on, on the cash flow aspect pretty consistently. But we were doing it more on, 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 on the smaller scale properties, you know, on the uh, five units, 10 units, you know, 16 units uh, type of thing. Now we're doing it more into the, you know, 50 units, 100 units plus. Uh, so that's definitely uh, one of the, you know, avenues that we make, made a decision that we want to obviously uh, move towards uh, as an additional channel, uh, not as a replacement, but as an additional channel uh, here in the company. You know, and another thing that we decided to implement is uh, the entire company is going to be meeting a minimum once a month. And that once a month, we're going to meet for about two hours, maybe three hours. And it's nothing more. It's absolutely nothing more than just how can we make what we have 10 times better than what it was. Nice. So that's the entire thing. The entire thing is going to be, let's, let's put all of our heads together. The administrative department, how can we use our systems to the max and make it better? Uh, on the acquisitions, how can we buy more quality and be much more effective at it? So just th those type of things is, is what we're focusing on this year. Definitely, I know that that's going to give us, obviously, an edge. Okay, very cool. 
What is something that people don't know that you think they should know? Before I answer that question, Mr. Sean, yes, I want to go back into what made me special. And, and, and let me tell you why, because I don't think I finished that. I don't, I don't think I finished it completely. Anyone can do whatever they want if they so make their mind up. Yeah. Being a, you know, a, a simple guy like me from a, you know, a farm boy from a farm town doing this, anybody can. It's just that they don't make their mind up. It's easier to stay at home not doing anything. It's comfortable. See, people choose this comfort over challenge. And your day-to-day decisions is going to reveal your future. So write that down. Your day-to-day decision is going to reveal your future. And your future is not that long. Your future is the very next day. We tend to believe that the future is 10 years from now. And it could be the very simple things, the very, very simple things. To me, is like if I made, you know, did I made a promise? Did I kept the promise? Did I said to myself that I was going to exercise? Did I exercise? Little things that you start creating and influence yourself, you can become your own, your own monster, for a lack of a better word, your own success beast by just doing those little things in a very consistent that will grow into bigger things. I don't believe that one turn to the wheel is going to get you the success, but I can tell you that many, many turns of that wheel will eventually get it spinning really, 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 really fast. I I can go back in time when, should I go to the movies or should I read a book? Should I go to a concert or should I go to a seminar? So there are choices and decisions. I'm not saying the concert is bad, movies is bad. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is whatever you decide to choose, it's going to give you a feedback, whether the feedback is something that you want or you don't. In my case, it's nothing different. All I can say is I discipline myself. Um, Not perfect by no means. Uh, You know, sometimes I I don't want to do certain things. I still just get them done. It's as simple as that. And I wanted to conclude that and put it to the side. If you want to be special, learn how to control your inner emotions, thoughts, philosophies, and, and changing your mindset. Basically. Absolutely. That's amazing. I think I've heard a lot about that. Even like Grant Cardone says something similar. Tony Robbins says the same thing too, right? True specialty comes from within. That's right. So actually that, that works pretty well with what people don't know that they should know, right? Or do you have something else to say about that too? I invest a lot, a lot of time in making sure that I feed this and that I protect it from all the freaking negativity on a very consistent daily basis, on a moment to moment basis. You know, I become almost like a scanner, like I'm scanning. If I see bad news, uh, the question that I ask, am I going to let that influence me or not? Uh, Before, unconsciously, I would let it to influence me because I was not even conscious. Another thing would be, Uh, I'm a very good people reader. I spend a good portion of over a decade now studying human behavior at a very extremely deep level, deep level, such a deep level that I was able to sell without talking. I was able to sell, you know, in less than four hours, I think we, we sold over $200, you know, worth of not even product. Like I literally had to sell without speaking. Uh, I, I nice. dressed up, I, I dressed up in a, like a Mimo type of dress and just went to the street and, and, and started selling smiles and try to sell smiles and people pay for the freaking smile. 
right? It's like, what? So I, I guess people don't know that about me. Like uh, I, I've been put to test to do things that are not typical or normal. And see, that's once again, it's about being challenged. See, the day you decide not to grow, then you will, you know that you're going to be in a comfort level. Mm-hmm. The day that you don't grow, you're in a comfort level. Yeah. So if you're feeling great. You're feeling like, oh, I'm cool. You know, in, in this business, if you're really wanting to grow, like, you know, you will be challenged every moment of every time. If you're really serious about growing an organization, that's part of what people don't know. I'm a good people reader. I can tell when somebody uh, truly means it, when doesn't mean it. You know, obviously I'm a seminar junkie, but you know, it's not, it's not because I just go to every single one of them. I don't, I I do go to too many, but I select very carefully which ones I go. Like I have to, okay, why is it that I'm going? You know, does this person live the lifestyle that I want to live? Does it have, obviously, you know, could it be a model for me? So I start selecting who it is. My human behavior regimen, it's really just, um, I, I read every single day. I read for an hour every single day. I hear an audio uh, for about 30 minutes while I'm taking a shower. So it's a 90 minute, 90 minute every single day. I meditate for five to 10 minutes every single day, um, you know, and, and I literally uh, dissect what I learned. So I study what I learned. I just don't. So when I say I read for an hour, it's not just reading a book per se, just to read and just pass through the pages. No, I, I read it and then I must do part of that exercise. I got to put something into practice. If I don't, then it becomes a passive learning experience. And a lot of people that read or that hear audios, they're pretty passive. You want your cash flow to be passive, but you don't want your growth to be passive. Mm, that's a good quote. Yeah, because I mean, I read a lot of books too, but some of my friends say, hey, what did you think about the book? What did you learn? And I can't even think about it. I'm like, oh my God, I totally don't remember. What did I just read? 400 right. pages, gone. Right. It's like that. I got to put it into practice such a way that I actually text, you know, I would text my, you know, a buddy of mine, or I would text, you know, one of my colleagues here at work. For the most part, people are just being passive and not taking serious uh, their growth. As I've been diving very deep at the human behavior aspect and how people uh, decide and why they decide and how they actually do what they do. And, uh, you know, I come to a realization that, uh, you know, you, you got to know yourself at an extremely deeper level so that you can have a great experience with yourself. And, um, you know, I believe it so much, Mr. Sean, that about maybe two and a half months ago, I decided to launch my own, uh, you know, uh, real estate academy. And the real estate academy, it's a level up. It's called levelupnowacademy.com. And, and the reason why, it's because I, I noticed that a lot of people out there, and it's okay, I noticed that they show about the technical aspect, the technical stuff, how to do this, how to do that, how do I make the phone call, how do I talk to people, how to, and quite frankly, I will tell you, you know, from, and it comes from a, a person that has built quite substantial, uh, large organizations in different type of businesses. 
uh, and I've had the opportunity of, of you know, mentoring many people um, and being able to learn from their mistakes, my mistakes, from a combination of desires, dreams. And, and it's interesting because as you study more and more and more, you realize that 95%, listen to this, 95% of success is not even technical. You know, it's, it's actually, you know, the, the mindset that you're con consistently developing. And yet, in real estate in general, I don't see it as something that is being mentioned, thought, shown as uh, at the same level that that I believe that it should be shown. So I said, you know what, I'm going to do it. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to create it. And as a matter of fact, just to show you th this, we're, we came up with an, you know, a two-day event that it happens only once a year. Uh, I call it the millionaire mental switch. The second day is called Where Are My Deals? And it's a full day events from nine in the morning till five, six p.m. at uh, you know night, and it's in a complete entire day. For instance, the millionaire mental switch is nothing more about. I mean, nothing more than identifying at a very deep level the poor habits, the rich habits. You know, understanding you know from how you think, your paradigms. You know how to change. You know the habits, and and you know understanding the level of. How can I leave any negativity to, to the side, uh, but, uh, but at an extremely deep level? Because, you know, we, we get to meditate together. It's a very intimate. Uh, it's being able to, uh, you know, understand yourself and, you know, comprehend yourself at a deeper level. The, the event is a two-day. One of them has to do about 95% of what, you know, success is all about. And then the second day, it's about the technicals. It's about, you know, the, the where do I get the deals? you know, the second day, which is Sunday, March the 3rd, I'm going to literally, I'm literally going to open the curtain, the curtains, and I'm going to show exactly where I get my deals. I'm going to show them exactly the, the different channels. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm even bringing the company that does all my fulfillment, um, the owner of the company, he's flying over, he's going to obviously show us, uh, people are going to be able to use my templates, they're going to be able to use exactly everything that I use. But see, once again, you know, the technical, I believe it's only a 5% of people's success. It's, it's your character, it's your inner being that is going to achieve the most. So having that said, having that said, I can tell you a, a very quick story from a lady. I'm not going to say her name until she tells me that I'm, that, that I'm okay to use it. You know, she came up to me and said, Raul, you know, I want to talk to you. Can you give me a little bit of your time? I said, yes. We met at Panera. We, we sat there. I said, how can I help you? She says, well, you know, I got this possible listing, this possible other listing, this possible, and she's a real estate agent, and, and nothing is coming to fruition. People don't make a decision, and, 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 you know, my partners and, you know, people don't understand that I haven't, you know, gotten any commission for the past nine months, and I got to pay bills. So she was very negative, and I'm like, you know what, ma'am? Let me tell you why you're not getting deals. The reason is because you're repelling by your own energy that you're creating because you're coming across as a needy person. Your interest is how can I pay my bills? Your interest is literally just about you, 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 but you're not paying attention into how can you make the other people's life better? I told her, I said, listen, as we leave, what I want you to do is I want you to totally, and I mean it, forget about your needs, forget about 
be grateful, be grateful that you have an opportunity. And I gave her a phrase, I, I gave her a phrase and, and, but see at the event, we're going to dive deeper on this phrase. We're going to dive deeper on, on a lot of things. And I say, what I want you to do is every single day, as many times as you can repeat it, go ahead and repeat this phrase after me. And I said, I'm so happy and grateful now that I'm getting listings that people and sellers are calling me, wanting to work with me, and they chose they choose me over anybody else. But you got to connect those words with a feeling. You got to feel like when your blood is, you know, it's, it's pumping inside of your veins. Like you got to, you got to connect it and you got to have, feel the sensation of gratitude. I say, do that. Okay. But do it sincerely. Do it genuinely. Do it with a meaning. I want you to see yourself. Can you see yourself? And I told her, close your eyes. Can you see yourself getting those listings? Can you see get, bringing me those deals? And I will be your buyer. I will buy them from you. And very interesting. Uh, it didn't pass more than three weeks when she brought, she brought a deal. Nice. And she got paid a big fat check because she represented the seller and the buyer. Oh, uh, nice. and, and then she signed up for my program for, you know, millionaire mental switch, you know, millionaire, uh, the millionaire mental switch uh, event, as well as where are my deals? She, she's, she says, Raul, I'm, I'm, I, I, you know, I'm ready. I want to pay, you know, I want to pay, I want to go. I, I can see the power and I know what was, now I can understand why is it that I was repelling instead of attracting. So there's a lot of people that they don't know that they don't know that they're repelling when they should be attracting but they, they just don't know how to put the universe to work, you know, for them. And that's, it. that's precisely what I'm going to show them. So if people are interested, the best way it's just go to level up now, academy.com, uh, um, you know, forward slash, uh, forward slash event, I believe it is. Um, and, uh, or, or just, you know, join us at level up, you know, level up now, academy.com. And, um, you know, and, or go and, you know, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Facebook, I think it's uh, under, you know, either Properties 180, which is the business uh, 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 Facebook account, or Instagram is Raul Luna 360, R-A-U-L-L-U-N-A 360. Why 360? You get all of me the way it is, you know, total brutal transparency. <laughs> and, 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 and that's mainly it. I think, I think anyone can do this exercise. Just do this exercise, Mr. Sean. Go to, go to the street at any given time, doesn't matter when, just go to any, any place, anywhere, and stop two, two to three people, or even 10. Do, do it with 10 because you'll get maybe a better insight. And then ask them, ask them, what is your purpose in life? One simple question, and you will see that people cannot answer that simple question. I've been trying to answer that question myself for a very long time, and I still haven't figured it out. It's not easy. It's not. And I'm trying too. I've been trying for like a year, years, right? And, you know. Now, what, what do you want out of life? What, what do you think you want? Yeah, that's a great question. What, what, do, you, what do you think is your purpose? I, I don't know. <laughs> so continue to, continue to think about it. Continue to ask yourself. Continue, continue, continue until something is going to trigger inside of you and, and get you the answer. You know, to me, it's like I'm clear. I know that I came to this world 
to add value to people, inspire, to be the example that other people obviously are going to look up to, that they're going to get inspired and do their thing. Uh, you know, so it, you got to have total clarity. You know, to me, it's about having a great life and, and, and absolute freedom, keeping in mind that for the longest, I didn't know either. For the longest, I was, I was, I felt lost. I feel like I just, I don't know. Today, I can tell you, hey, you know what? I know, I, I know I'm going to be building organizations, business in general. I was built for that. I was built to inspire, to, you know, add value. I was, you know, I, I was built for that. And that's, you know, that's what's going to happen. Awesome. Well, thanks a lot for all of your insight. And I really appreciate you being on the show with us today. You definitely taught us a lot about investing and especially about developing your own personal growth. So hopefully people can go to your website, levelupdowacademy.com and check out your event, which is on March 2nd and 3rd, right? Yes, March 2nd and 3rd. The event is, you know, for the two days is $5,000. We're running a special right now for 60% off. You can get in at 1000 a day. Um, it's only going to happen for the following 15, you know, for 15 people that actually get it done. Once again, it's, it's an, an intimate place. And, and you just got to have total, you know, total clarity. I, I think, Mr. Sean, continue to ask yourself that question because I was in the same boat in the same place. And, and I get it. It's not easy. If it was easy, everybody would do it from the, de from the moment that they're born, right? That's right. Some people, some people get it right away, and some people take, take some, uh, quite, a, quite a long time. And some people and don't some ever people get it. Never yeah, get never it. get it. <laughs> I made myself, you know, a decade ago, it was exactly a decade ago, I said, you know what? I, I, I want to be a leader that people can look up to. And that their lives are going to be better because they got to know me. Uh, has nothing to do with bragging or anything. It has to do because I want to live a life of excellence. I want to live a life of, of feeling fulfilled, of feeling very great first myself. That could, for some people, may see it selfish. I, I don't. And the reason being, it's very, very loud and clear. If I feel happy, if I feel grateful, I can give a ton more to many other people. Um, you know, than, than if I'm not feeling complete. Investing and doing it successfully is nothing more than just than you being great and dominating yourself first. Mm -hmm. That's the way I see it. And I think it's so true. And because I believe it, it works for me. And hopefully it would work for the people as well that get to see this video as well. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Have a phenomenal one. You too. Here are some of the key takeaways I got from talking to Raul. Your character and inner being is what helps you achieve the most. 95% of success comes from conquering your own mind, and only 5% of it is actually technical. Mindset is everything. You need to be eternally grateful for what you have today. Business and real estate investing is nothing more than you being great and dominating yourself first. You need to be disciplined and never lower your standards. Make a promise and commitment to yourself to do what you say you will do. If you tell yourself you're going to knock 50 doors a week, do it, even if you don't want to. And when he was out there knocking on doors and feeling like the homeowners didn't take him seriously, the truth is, he wasn't taking himself seriously. And I definitely see that. Once you have the confidence and believe that you are a professional, you're going to start carrying yourself differently. You're going to have the confidence to talk to homeowners and brokers and talk as if you know what you're doing. Think like a boss, and you'll be a boss. Thanks, and have a great day. This was another episode of the Everything Real Estate Investing Show with Sean Pan. 
you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating. It'll take less than a second, and it'll help a lot. You can contact me at seanpanrealty at gmail.com. That's S-E-A-N-P-A-N-R-E-A-L-T-Y at gmail.com. Thanks, and have a great day.